Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Would you be the jerk for being unrelenting on a chores for rent agreement? We'll get into that in a bit, but first, am I the jerk for telling my sister-in-law how much my brother owes me when she tried to tell my nephews that I was an example of why they should stay in school? I'm a steam fitter and I work a lot of overtime. I work a lot of overtime because I hate working. So I usually work like a madman for seven months of the year and then take the other five off. My brother is a teacher and the first person in our family to graduate from university. I have always been proud of him and he actually is pretty awesome. He married another teacher and they have two boys. His wife comes from a family of educated people. I think most of her relatives are college educated. My wife and I are expecting our first child and we had my parents and my brother's family over so we could announce it. I spent the day getting my smoker going early and we set up for what I thought was going to be a nice visit and announcement. Full disclosure, my wife and I currently live in a manufactured home, mobile home. We keep it tidy and it has city water and power. I'm not sure why, but my sister-in-law decided that before dinner was the perfect time to tell her children that they needed to stay in school if they didn't want to end up like me and my wife. I saw red and was about to let her have it, but my mom and brother told her that she was being rude and that she needed to apologize. She didn't. She doubled down and said that we were doing okay for the two of us, but what if we wanted a child? She just didn't want her kids to end up like us. I told my brother he needed to tell her to shut up or they needed to leave. She said that she was just thinking about our future and our children's future. I told her then that my kids would probably be okay as soon as her husband paid me back for his education that I paid for. My brother has no student loans because I paid for his education. I told her that my current house wasn't great, but that the construction across the road was our new house we were having built, since my wife and I own the quarter section of land our trailer is on. I then told her that since I make more money than her and my brother combined, while only working a little over half a year, I think we'll be okay. I wouldn't actually call in the loan to my brother. I know that they're living just within their means and do not have the money to pay me back. She got embarrassed and they left. I told my parents about the baby and we had a crap ton of leftovers since four people left. My parents, my wife, and my brother all said that I didn't need to lose my cool with her and that she meant well. My mom said that I was vulgar to point out how much money I make. I don't know. I hated myself for pointing out that my brother is poor compared to me, but I didn't start the conversation. If they're trying to use OP as an example of what not to do and point to their life as some kind of like cosmic failure that the kids have to avoid. I don't think you're ever going to be the jerk for defending yourself and pointing out the obvious. Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you guys enjoy getting to decide whether or not all these people are jerks, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below? That said, our next story is, am I the jerk for barring my mother-in-law from seeing my daughter after she cut and straightened my daughter's hair without permission? I, 39-year-old female, have a daughter Vahana, 14-year-old female, with my husband Cole, 39-year-old male. I'm South Asian and my husband and the rest of his family are white. My mother-in-law Connie had recently taken Vahana over for the weekend at her and my father-in-law's, Tom, 65-year-old male's house. They've had my daughter over for weekends and holiday stays before, 
so I wasn't worried about anything happening, and Vahana seemed fine during our morning and nightly phone calls. Today, when my mother-in-law dropped Vahana off, I was shocked to see her almost waist-length hair was now shoulder-length and that it was now straightened. Vahana has been determined to grow her hair out since she was in the 6th grade, and has expressed no desire to straighten her normally curly hair before. Vahana was crying and explained to me that her grandma had done this all herself, and lied to her that I gave my permission for my mother-in-law to do this, which is why she didn't mention it when we talked. Needless to say, I was ticked, and after comforting my daughter I told Cole what happened, and we talked for an hour about what we should do about the situation. We eventually came to the agreement that my mother-in-law wouldn't be seeing Vahana alone until she learned to respect Vahana's boundaries. We ended up calling my father-in-law to see if he had anything to do with this, and he was horrified when we explained things to him and said that my mother-in-law gave him the same lie about getting my permission to do this. My father-in-law apologized profusely before hanging up, and I ended up sending a text to my mother-in-law about how she was unable to see Vahana alone until she apologized for what she did and learned to respect Vahana's boundaries. It was quiet for a while until Cole and I started getting bombarded with texts from both my mother-in-law and my sister-in-law Lucy. My mother-in-law is furious with me for trying to keep her away from her granddaughter and for telling my father-in-law what happened because he's now staying in a hotel and contemplating their marriage. Lucy is calling me a bench for what I did and saying it wasn't a crime for my mother-in-law to act in my daughter's best interest, even if she went behind my back, because clearly I wasn't going to take care of her. So what are they even trying to insinuate when they say in their best interest, what does that mean? Is it child abuse to have really long hair? I don't get it. They wanted that hair. If anything, I would say when kids start getting to 14, 15 years old, that's the most important time to let them kind of experiment and figure out what they want or what they like with their hair. You know what I would say is abusive? You, not their parents, forcing them to get their hair chopped off and straightened because you think it looks nicer. I don't think OP's the jerk at all. This next story is, am I the jerk for saying that I will never, ever babysit my half-sibling? I, 16-year-old male, live with my mom. My dad lost his parental rights due to abandonment, no contact over a year and no child support. He contacted us after getting sober and things seemed to be going well, but then his new wife tried to prohibit me from reading YA books featuring LGBT characters. That was when I decided to not visit their house again, so I don't have to follow their rules. This morning I found out that my dad's new wife got pregnant. They asked me to meet them at a cafe and I decided to go, just to hear what they have to say. It's been 20 days since I last saw my dad. They asked if I would consider helping babysit the kid after he's born. They're thinking of having me over for 3 hours each day when the baby is born so that they can have their time outside by themselves. When I asked my dad's wife if she would still try to control what I read, she said yes and that she doesn't want me bringing certain books to their home. I told them that I won't do it then since they expect me to just sit there doing nothing for three hours except watching the kid. Won't even allow me to use TV since she doesn't want anyone else touching their remote. My grandparents said I should be a bit willing to consider the idea since the kid's my half-sibling. If OP had a real say in whether or not to have the kid, then maybe I could understand them feeling a little bit more obligated to take care of the kid. But anybody that says, oh, they're your half-sibling, doesn't actually mean anything. You're not just automatically obligated to do anything for anyone, whether or not they are loosely related to you. Especially not when they want to treat you like some autonomous robot that can just sit in the room. Don't do anything, don't do anything you enjoy, don't touch the remote, 
Who's going to do that? And what, they want to do it for free too? This next story is, am I the jerk for backing out of making my sister-in-law's wedding dress? I, 24-year-old female, am a seamstress slash dress designer who works for private clients on commission. Two years ago, my sister got married and as my gift to her, I designed and made her wedding dress free of charge and all her bridesmaid dresses at cost of raw materials. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. My brother's then girlfriend, now fiance, was part of the wedding party, and I knew was doing this. Before I even started designing, she asked me if, for her and my brother's wedding, would I make her dress. I casually agreed. When actually making the gowns, my sister and her other five bridesmaids were so nice and pleasant to work with, but my brother's girlfriend was a nightmare. She kept asking me to make changes after we finalized the designs, and I'd already started making the dresses. She would cancel and just not show up to fittings. She complained constantly of how it looked tacky and unprofessional. And she even ripped the fabric on purpose when I told her I couldn't make any more changes and I had to go on a wild goose chase to get more of the same fabric in the right color. The place I bought it from no longer carried it. My brother proposed two weeks ago and the first thing my new sister-in-law did was come over to me and ask when we could meet to start designing. Now, at this point in my career, I've dealt with my fair share of bridezillas and control freaks and I know how to handle them. So, I let her know at times she could come to my studio for a consultation. Last week was her appointment, and she came in all excited, but when I brought out my pricings and options for her, she got really mad saying it wasn't fair to expect her to pay when we were family, and I'd given other family members theirs for free. I told her nicely that I charge for my work, as would any other vendor she got for her wedding, and that we can look at the most affordable package I have if she was concerned about cost. At this, she totally lost it, screaming at me that I'm a worthless bench whose work isn't even good enough for her and that she was doing me a favor by letting me have this opportunity. I tried to calm her down so we could talk, but she just got worse, knocking over one of my display cases and shattering glass, beads, and expensive jewelry all over the floor. At that point, I was done and yelled at her to get out of my studio before I called the cops. Later that day, my brother called me and yelled at me for being so disgusting and unwelcoming to his fiancée. I explained to him that I'm more than happy to make her gown and her bridesmaid's gowns at a fair price. But he got even more upset and said that I'd done our sisters for free, so I should do this one for free too. Now my parents and brothers are mad at me, threatening to leave me out of the wedding if I don't make her a free dress, but I still think I should be paid for my work. Am I the jerk? 
I don't think OP's the jerk here, mainly because there was no backing out of it. This was a completely different scenario than the bridesmaid dress that they were going back and forth on and making life so hard for them over. Unless OP at some point agreed to make this wedding dress for them free of cost, which I don't think OP did, then I can't see how they're the jerk. This next story is, am I the jerk for leaving my stepdaughter's birthday party after my husband threw out the cake I made for her? I, female, have been married to my husband Jeff for a year now. He has a daughter, 12, with his deceased wife. When I first met Jeff, it was obvious that he was struggling as a single parent. For my stepdaughter's birthday, he'd usually get a cake from the bakery. This has been the case since her mom passed away. I thought I'd bake her a birthday cake for her 12th birthday that was last week as a gesture to show some motherly love and support. Jeff agreed and told me what his daughter's favorite flavors are and what she likes and so on. I baked the cake in the flavor she likes and the icing she likes, but one thing was missing and that is blueberries. And I couldn't include them because I went to the nearest store and they didn't have them. I was running out of time and couldn't get them, so I ended up just leaving the cake as it is, thinking it wouldn't be a big deal. The party started and Jeff was busy taking care of everything else. He then came in the kitchen and asked to see the cake before bringing it out. I showed it to him and he got so angry when he saw that there were no blueberries on top. He went on and on about how I didn't fully commit to making the cake and that he trusted me to take care of it and just basically saying that he should have just ordered one from the bakery. We got into an argument and he ended up taking it and throwing it in the trash can. I was stunned as he said, you know what, forget it, I'll get one from the bakery. I blew up and screamed at him. He told me to stop, but I went upstairs, got dressed and left. He tried getting me to stay, but I refused and went to my parents. He later called and then texted about how I overreacted and hurt him and my stepdaughter by leaving. Also said that I created this situation by not properly making the birthday cake just because I didn't put blueberries on top. I refused to respond, but my parents say he was justified since he must have felt pressured from the stress of making his daughter happy on her birthday. He keeps trying to speak to me, but I don't respond. Am I the jerk? Did I overreact? I don't think OP overreacted at all. I would just say, could they have sent a text or asked for an SOS for blueberries if they could? Sure, that does not warrant an ounce of what they got in return though. And him grabbing that cake, throwing it in the trash, and not just understanding how vile and abusive he's being in the moment, and then turning around and saying it was OP's fault for ruining everything is just crazy. That's the kind of reaction you just don't respond to. You cut somebody like that out of your life and you keep moving on. Our next story is, am I the jerk for calling my mom out on faking her weight loss because she fat shamed me? Tonight I was in my bathroom doing my normal night routine with the door open. I was wearing some sweatpants and a sports bra as my PJs when my mom walked by, poked my stomach and said, wow, you need to get back into the gym. My weight has always been something I was uncomfortable with and last year I was doing really good in the gym. But these past few months have been really hard on me. My mom was overweight so she started using these weight loss shots, which whatever, I didn't mind it, it helped her be healthier. But the thing is, she would always rub it in my face. Because I was doing my weight loss naturally, it was going by way slower for me, but because she was using an artificial method, she was dropping weight super fast. She would always ask me how much I've lost and then exclaim how much she's lost, despite not working for it at all no lifestyle changes or anything. This was always super upsetting for me since I was trying really hard to lose the weight, but it never seemed good enough because she's always lost more. 
What she said tonight was super hurtful to me because she knows how much I hate my body. I looked at her and just said how rude that was and asked her to leave. She said it wasn't rude if she was simply concerned about my health. Side note, I'm not morbidly obese or anything. I am around 140 at 5'5", so overweight, but nothing super life-threatening or anything. To me, her comment didn't seem to have anything to do with my health, but everything with my appearance. Honestly, hearing her say that made me want to cry. Maybe I'm being sensitive, but it seemed so rude. I called her out on her fake weight loss and said she had nothing to be proud of since she put in no work to make herself healthier. She started yelling and it caused a huge fight. So tell me, am I the jerk? Personally, I can't blame OP because this is something that's just been chipping away at them for so long. If you took just what OP said on the surface alone, maybe you could say they're the jerk. But when you take a step back and add in the fact that all these little shots were adding up here, there, here, there. At some point, it becomes understandable to have a little outburst like this, right? Despite the fact that the shots are working for OP's mom, they're still allowing their insecurities to pile up in the form of shots on OP. Our next story is, am I the jerk for telling my son it's not my fault that he freaked up and he can't blame me? My son is in college, 19. I'm going to be blunt. He was a nightmare to try to teach things to. I would sit him down and show him how to do his laundry, for example. He would leave halfway through and then freak up when doing it himself. I would show him again and he would still mess it up. He broke the vacuum since he refused to pick up the large stuff. It was for everything, and I believe it was to get out of chores. We once got in a huge argument since I made him clean up the whole kitchen after he spilled the garbage all over her floor. It didn't rip, he didn't tie the top. I got a call today about how I didn't teach him how to balance a checkbook. I tried. He has ended up overspending on his credit card and now is going to have credit card debt. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. He asked for the money to pay it off since it's apparently my fault he messed up. I told him no. This started an argument and I told him it's not my fault he freaked up and he can't blame me. He called me a jerk and called his grandparents and they are on my back now. If only it was that easy to blame the past generations for your problems. And I'm not talking about some greater economic crisis or climate change or something. I'm saying because I didn't know I shouldn't pour water on my grease fire, that's my mama's fault. OP's not the jerk. This next story is, am I the jerk for telling my sister that if she's so upset about my kid not sharing her toys, they could find another place to live? I'm a single mom to Emmy, six. Emmy is my only child. She's been six since she was two, and if I'm going to be honest, she likely won't make it to ten. Her dad left us when she got sick. Emmy spends one week in the hospital, then a week at home. Because of this, the last time I was able to send her to school was two years ago, when we were able to do preschool three hours a day, two days a week. And they still wore masks. Now, the only time she's around other kids is when she's in the hospital. Emmy hates sharing her toys, so I try not to make her do it. 
Usually when we see her cousins, I'll buy something like a big pack of chalk and a gallon of bubbles, and I'll tell her it's for everybody, but that's the only time she'll share. My sister and her two daughters, five and seven, are living with us temporarily. It's been difficult for everyone. At first, I switched rooms with Emmy and we put all three girls in the master, but Emmy hated sharing rooms and said the girls were always touching her stuff. So we switched back and I put the girls in the spare room with their mom. My sister was complaining that the room was too crowded, so she's staying on a cot in my office. But apparently that's also uncomfortable, so she wants the girls to share again. My sister does not pay any rent. Her husband sends $500 a month to help pay for their groceries. And she helps with Emmy while I'm working. My job is pretty flexible, so I'm able to watch her while I work. They've also been complaining that I take Emmy on day-slash-weekend trips without them. Emmy just spent the week in the hospital, and we came home on Saturday. My niece's beds were moved into Emmy's room and her toys were everywhere. I confronted my sister and she said, Emmy isn't using her room or her toys half the time, and that little girls should be sharing with each other. I told her that Emmy has already made it clear that she does not want to share her room or her toys, and that her room needs to be the way we left it by the end of the day. She says that I'm being unfair so I snapped at her that I'll be prioritizing my kid over her ungrateful self and her kids, and that if she can't get over my kid not sharing, she needs to find somewhere else to live. They did fix Emmy's room, but they haven't been talking to us. At this point, I'm thinking about kicking them out anyways. Am I the jerk for telling her she needs to get over my kid not sharing or move out? OP's definitely not the jerk here in my opinion. Life is already too short, it's cruelly unfair to Emmy, and by God, if Emmy doesn't want to share her room or her toys, she deserves to have that space and respect. Our next story is, am I the jerk? I removed people's personal belongings, hotel pool towels, at a resort that were left unattended on a cabana by the pool for over two hours. In Jamaica at a resort, I'm laying in a cabana with my son by the pool was approached aggressively by a gentleman, Jim, saying that he had reserved this cabana by the pool for him and his wife. I calmly asked him if he had reserved this cabana with the front desk. Jim claims that he doesn't have to, and that his two note pool towels in the cabana was his reservation. I kindly referred him to the clear signage all over the pool area that you are not allowed to reserve the cabanas and sun loungers with your personal items, and that unattended items will be removed. He asked to remove them. I said I did once I saw that no one had sat in or used this cabana for over two hours. Jim gets all huffy and he tells me I need to leave. I again calmly tell him I will not be leaving this cabana as I'm here and using it and him reserving it with some pool towels was not allowed as per hotel policy. If he would like me to remove myself and my belongings, he can plead his case to hotel staff and see what they have to say about it. He called me a freaking jerk in front of my five-year-old and then stormed off. I don't feel particularly great about this whole ordeal, but am I the jerk in this situation? Thanks, am I the jerk aficionados. Yeah, OP's definitely not the jerk here. The signage is there for people like that to a T. I think he just thought if he'd complained hard enough, he'd give up and give it back to him. If anything, I'd say OP's more than just not the jerk. They should be appreciated for not allowing this guy and his childish antics to get him any kind of reward or payoff. Our next story is, am I the jerk for telling my daughter if she hates her stepmom so much, she's free to leave? My daughter's in 20 and in college. She has a dorm on campus, but she doesn't live there. 
I love my daughter, but she can be a lot. Drama follows her everywhere, and I was hoping she would grow out of it, but it never happened. Due to this, she's gone through multiple friend groups and, as she puts it, they are jealous, so she doesn't have college friends. Now, I married when she turned 18. I was never married and her bio mom wasn't in the picture. So, this was an adjustment, but I want to make it clear I did the right steps. I introduced them when I was serious, two years in. I spent more time with her. I didn't force them together. We made boundaries for my wife, like punishment comes to me, not her. When she was struggling, I got her into therapy and did succession with her. She stopped when she hit 18 since I can't make her go. My daughter is making it impossible for them to get along. If my wife tells her food is ready, she gets ticked she's bothering her. If she doesn't tell her, then she's ticked she wasn't invited. It's contradiction after contradiction. I've talked to her, my wife has tried to do what she asked and then she's ticked she did that. It's impossible. Now to the main issue, my wife's birthday was yesterday. I put out her presents and cake on the table. I had work, so I left it. I came back and all her presents were opened and my daughter was eating a piece of cake. I asked why the freak she would do that. She told me she doesn't deserve birthday presents. This is when I had enough and told her if she hates her stepmom so much, she can leave, that she has a dorm and I don't want to see her until an apology to me and my wife. She started crying and called me a jerk. I've been getting a lot of texts from her and I'm doubting my decision. Unless the stepmom really has been treating the daughter crappy or, I don't know, behind closed doors, away from OP or saying all these rude things or being gloaty or otherwise being an evil stepmom, they clearly didn't deserve this kind of treatment and yeah, I wouldn't put up with that kind of behavior either. I mean, it would hurt to cut off your own daughter, but they're kind of making their own bed here. I would just say don't let your feelings and how much you care for your daughter and how much you want a relationship with them to override the fact that you do need an apology here and what she did was totally wrong. I mean, what she did was just blatant. Our next story is, am I the jerk for telling my girlfriend that she doesn't have celiac disease? I, 25-year-old male, have been dating my girlfriend Sam, 25-year-old female, for the past 8 months. Sam has been gluten-free for the past three years due to health concerns and recently convinced her doctor to test her for celiac disease. She does not have celiac disease, as evidenced by her blood test results. My friend and I all get together every year for a holiday party, or my best friend Matt, 27-year-old male, usually hosts and cooks a bunch of food. Think Christmas, Hanukkah, Thanksgiving, all in one. This year, we're including Sam, who has notified everyone that she can't have anything made with flour, despite her tests saying that she's fine. Matt said he'd look into gluten-free recipes for her. I'm uncomfortable with this because she can eat flour, she just doesn't want to, and I don't see why my friends should have to back up that choice. I explained this to Matt, and he told me that he wanted to make her feel welcome and doesn't want to challenge anybody about this, despite her lying about having a health issue. I spoke to Sam yesterday about the situation and she told me I'm being unsupportive of her health issues. I said that it isn't a health issue and she told me it is. I brought up how she was tested and the tests were negative for celiac disease, so it clearly isn't a health issue. She hasn't talked to me much since, as she is thinking about stuff. Tried talking to Matt about the argument this morning and he told me I messed up. Am I the jerk? Edit. Three things. One. Telling me to end things is overboard. Thanks for the messages, but I will not be doing that. Two, I do love and care about my girlfriend. 
Her doctor told her to eat a regular diet because the tests they did to check for gluten issues came back negative. I'm just following what her doctor says. 3. Matt is a happily monogamous man with a wife. He's not trying to sleep with my girlfriend. Please stop saying that she's cheating on me with him. He's just a nice person. Edit. I'm not a doctor and I've never questioned a doctor before. This post is showing me that doctors can apparently be extremely wrong. I've apologized to my girlfriend and explained my side of things. I now see that she wasn't in denial, just skeptical about whether or not they know what they're doing. I'm looking into resources to get her better testing, and a doctor that hopefully knows how to help her autoimmune disorder better than this one. I'm not writing her off on purpose. I'm just kind of stupid and don't question things as much as I probably should. I mean, even if they were clearly diagnosed as not having celiac disease, if they feel like personally gluten does make them feel bad, they have every right to have that dietary restriction. And bringing it up and putting it out there is not a crazy thing if they're willing to entertain that. So I think overall OP's the jerk. If she doesn't want to have gluten because she thinks it makes her feel bad, who are you to turn around behind their back and say, nah, don't respect that. Don't listen to her, she doesn't have any issues. Our next story is, am I the jerk for pulling my offer to loan my daughter-in-law money after she called me a control freak? About a year ago, my daughter-in-law opened a restaurant. My son is not involved and works full-time. I've eaten there when I visited their city and was not impressed. The food is decent but inconsistent, and that's about the only good thing I can say about her place. The soup is always lukewarm and sometimes the dishes are hotter than the food. The staff was rude and spent most of their time either on their phone or in groups talking. This meant it took longer than necessary to clean tables after diners have already left. On my last visit, the table next to me was empty yet full of dirty dishes for the duration of my meal. The restroom was never clean on any of my visits and was out of soap more times than it had soap. Last night, I had my children and their families over for Sunday dinner. During this visit, my daughter-in-law asked me for a $100,000 loan for her restaurant. She told me how her business is inconsistent and that's caused her to burn through their savings. We spoke for a while until I offered to loan it to her, but with some changes. I told her about the problems I listed above and options on how to fix them. She got very agitated at this and sarcastically asked how many restaurants I've owned. I didn't appreciate her response, so I answered, None, but I've never skydived before, but know enough to not jump out of a plane without a parachute. That got the attention of everyone at the dinner table. Eventually, she said the restaurant is hers. She doesn't need suggestions from someone who's never ran one before. I'll give her this point, and that I'm a control freak to try to tell her what to do with her own business. At this point, I withdrew my loan offer, and dinner was pretty much over, and they left to go home instead of the original plan of staying until Tuesday. I haven't heard from my son this morning, but his siblings are split on the issue. Some said it's my choice to loan or not loan her the money, but I shouldn't tell her what she needs to do. Others said that I'm right, that if I'm putting my money at risk, I have a say on how she's running her place. So I think if you're giving up $100,000, you should be allowed to put in some kind of contingencies. I'm not saying that all of a sudden you should be able to step in and run the place. But having some contingencies like checking the bathrooms and making sure they're clean and the soap dispensers are filled every opening and close is understandable. I mean, if you're giving up six figures, you want to make sure that the quality of care going into this place is not one that you're just poofing $100,000 into nothing. This next story is, am I the jerk for expecting my daughter to stick to our chores for rent deal? 
So I have a 20-year-old daughter who's currently living with me rent-free while she attends college. When she moved back home, we made a deal where she would cook and clean the house as a form of payment for her living here. She agreed to it, and we both thought it was fair. However, recently, she approached me and said that the cooking and cleaning are taking up too much of her time, making it hard for her to study and complete her housework. She asked if I could reduce the number of days she has to cook to give her more time for her studies. I told her that she should be grateful for the deal I offered her and that it's not that hard to do a few hours of chores compared to what many kids her age are going through. I pointed out that some of her peers are working 9 to 5 while going to school simultaneously and I've been giving her the luxury of just handling some household chores in exchange for free housing. She ended up calling my aunt, her sister, behind my back to complain about how I'm treating her and my sister called me and kind of went off on me basically saying I'm being too strict and should listen to my daughter. Here's where I'm unsure if I'm being a jerk. I want to stick to the agreement we made, but my sister's words have me questioning my stance. Am I the jerk for not wanting to change the deal we initially made? I thought it was a fair deal. I guess I feel conflicted about this without fully understanding what the deal was, like what chores are expected to be done, and how often. Because to some degree, if they have to do multiple hours of chores, every single day of their life i could understand how after a while it'll weigh down on them heavily and it's also annoying to try to work around although some people work nine to five i'm assuming they have days off as well right or can schedule some time off right if her not having to make dinner or do the dishes for one night helps her with her studies is that such a bad thing is that too much slack for op to pick up for your kid but with that being said that's all the time we have for today Now, if you want to hear another tricky Am I the Jerk here story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.